Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with John Sellers. He's the head of rewards at Bank of America. John, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, let's start these on a personal level. Uh, get to know the person we were speaking with. Uh, I've spoken to you a number of times, but you know, would love to get a refresher on uh, you know you, your background a little bit, uh, maybe pre Bank America, and you know what do you do at Bank America? What's your role? Sure, sure. Um, well, I, I've been at Bank of America for a long time. I'm not going to tell you how many years, but it's, it's put over half my life. Let's put it that way. Um, and, uh, you know, before Bank of America, I went to, I went to the University of Delaware. also went to, uh, Penn State for my MBA. Um, I, at Bank of America, I would really put my career into two chunks. Uh, the first chunk, I was in, um, risk strategy. So I used to manage a team of folks, analytical folks that, uh, drove all the strategies around mainly credit card line up, line down, authorizations, those type of things. And then the second half of my career has really been in product, right? And I've worked in credit card, auto lending, investments, et cetera. And for the last uh, eight or nine years, I've really focused on rewards, right? Um, On the personal side, um, I am now, as of this year, an empty nester. So I have three kids. Um, one actually has a job. He's graduated. He's working in, Ma- in Manhattan. And then I have two that are in college, uh, one at Miami of Ohio and one at St. Andrews in Scotland. That's great. Miami of Ohio, great school. Uh, obviously, uh, St. Andrews as well. Uh, so uh, is there something you enjoy now that you're an emptiness or a fun, uh, fun fact or a passion you may have? Uh... No, uh, spend more time at the beach now. Right. So I'm not on the lacrosse field or whatever field. Right. So um, <clears throat> more time at the beach, which means more tennis and uh, more concerts. Uh, I just saw Darius Rucker. There you go. Darius Rucker is good. Days, a couple days ago. Great entertainer. That's good. Uh, do you have Jason Aldean in your plans for the summer? I wish. I wish. He's a good guy. Yeah. Big fan. Uh so uh, Bank of America, everyone's familiar with the brand, iconic brand. Can you give us a, a brief history of Bank of America, what you guys do and how you do it? Yeah, well, um, you know, the company's been around for a long time. It started over 240 years ago. Since then, we've come together through many different sources to become what we are today. You know, we're one of the world's leading financial institutions. We have over 70 million clients. Um, who have over 3.2 trillion in assets, right? We serve consumers, small businesses, middle market businesses, large corporations, as well as governments. Excellent. Okay. When you look at your loyalty program, very successful, uh, award-winning loyalty program, the Bank of America Preferred Rewards, you know, how does the program work? How do members engage with it? And I mean, what are the benefits of the program? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's it's an award-winning program that's really built around the, our clients, right? It all came out of client research where clients told us they wanted to be rewarded, you know, for their everyday banking, but they also they also wanted us to recognize their banking and investing um, businesses. So, you know, all the different products, fee waivers, et cetera, 
discounts off investments. Um, it very simple requirements. You have to have a Bank of America checking account, and you have to at least have twenty thousand dollars in assets with us, and that can be across your banking, Bank of America banking products, Merrill Lynch or private bank. Um, we have five tiers in the program. Start at twenty thousand, go all the way up to ten million. So we continue to incentivize clients to bring more business to us. And as they do, they get rewarded more and more for doing that. Um, <clears throat> you know, from a from a sort of the way we manage the program is, you know, um, it's easy to enroll. We make it really easy to enroll, whether it's through our digital sources, mobile or online banking, through our financial centers, through our contact centers, et cetera. Um, we also continue to up to your clients, you know, every month as their assets grow, we move them up so they get better and better benefits. Um, you know, and we have a full life cycle of engagement around the program. So not only does it start with sort of your, you know, as you become eligible to enroll, um, but we, you know, as we onboard you, as you, um, you know, as you become a member and, you know, as you log into our digital sources, we're recognizing your membership. Uh, we continue to give you communication quarterly. We continue to update and innovate the program around the benefits that we offer you. Um, and you know, our, our members just have really responded well to it, right? We've had a huge success with the program. It's grown from you know a membership and asset perspective, roughly at a CAGR of around 20% year over year. Um, and we continue to be recognized from an industry perspective too. So, absolutely. So, when you look at the uh, you know, program, partnerships are a big part of your program. Big part of a, a number of programs right now for customer loyalty. It's a way to have dual benefits to two or more brands. You know, when you look at partnerships, they can either work very well or they can be somewhat challenged or struggle depending on how they're constructed. Uh, you know, how has Bank of America traditionally looked at partnerships and, you know, what works in a partnership uh, from your perspective? Yeah, well, I think, you know, historically, we've looked at, we've approached partnerships in the reward space from more of an aggregator perspective. perspective. So we've done a lot of partnerships with aggregators around card linked offers. And those have worked well, because quite frankly, Becoming a sort of a strategic partner with Bank of America, it's a pretty rigorous process. You know, there's lots involved in terms of compliance and uh, uh, GIS security requirements, et cetera. Um, so that's sort of has, has led us to that aggregator route. But recently, I think we're, we're, we're much more open to more strategic one-on-one um, -on -one types of partnerships. Um, we've recently had a partnership with Grubhub that's out there where we're offering members and clients free delivery service for up to a year. Um, we recently launched experiential rewards for our high net worth and ultra high net worth clients in our diamond and diamond honors tiers at a million dollars and $10 million in assets. And those have brought on some new partnerships uh, with some very, very premium bank, premium brands and bespoke travel agencies. Um, so I think, you know, to answer your question, we're very open to uh, different types of partnerships um, and I think the extent of the partnership would really determine which is the proper model or the best model for us to pursue. Okay. Um, 
Another area that's very important to brands, and I think you guys do an amazing job, employee engagement, employee loyalty. Uh, you guys uh, win awards in that as well. And I, I know you won an award uh, last year and you did a lot to promote internally in the call centers and to talking about uh, how employees are our focus. So when you look at emotional loyalty, or should I say employee uh, loyalty, employee engagement, you know, how do you put that first? How do you train employees or engage them? Is it a little differently? And how do you see the impacts going forward? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, certainly it helps any loyalty program if your employees are on the bus, right? And they understand the program and they can you know, speak you know, in an articulate way to your customers about it. Um, I actually used to manage our employee financial services, right? So that was part of my responsibilities. And what we did was we took the core value prop for employees and we made that preferred rewards. So what we do is as an employee of Bank of America, as long as you have a checking account, we'll waive the $50,000 asset requirement to give you platinum benefits, right? So you'll get a 50% card bonus, we get auto discounts, mortgage discounts, home equity discounts, fee waivers, et cetera. And actually 97% of our eligible employees are enrolled in the program. Okay. Right. So that makes a huge difference when, you know, our clients are interacting with the clients face-to-face in the financial center over the phone or what have you through chat, et cetera. They can really relate to the program. They can, they understand the benefits because they're getting the benefits themselves. Um, so that, you know, has been one of, um, one of the, you know, the secrets to our success, right? And we continue to train on the program as well. Of, of course, you know, we have all the trainings that you would imagine around the program, especially for our frontline associates, whether it's web-based trainings or huddles and things like that. But we're also continuing to innovate around the training and making making it fresh for our associates. So we're doing things like iCoach, which is really a com- com- conversation simulator that people can practice on. We're also doing virtual reality, right? Where you can actually practice client interactions, right? With the goggles on and doing all that kind of stuff. We're sort of in the first or second inning of that stuff, but that's really sort of cool stuff. And I think our employees really get a lot out of it. Okay. Uh, your culture, uh, the organization's culture uh, is very important. And I uh, knowing a number of people that work for you or with you or for you, should I say, uh, they, they think you do an amazing job. Uh, and building that culture, right? The passion you have, not only for the brand, the program, but the employees, is quite uh, exemplary. You know, h- how do you build the culture and what does the culture mean to your customer experience and customer loyalty efforts? Yeah, well, our culture definitely shapes our loyalty efforts, right? I mean, the purpose of Bank of America is really to make the financial lives, our clients' financial lives better through responsible growth. And, you know, we have a culture of innovation where relationships matter, right? So, you know, back to aligning to preferred rewards, you know, we recognize clients' relationships, right? We drive value to our members through all the rewards that we give them and we remind them of those value and we continue to innovate, right? So that, and and quite quite frankly, the innovation I think is is the funnest thing about our culture, right? Working, developing, you know, smart videos or, you know, working with AI technology and Erica to sort of fast forward our agenda, Um, you know, working in the digital environment, creating a My Rewards Hub, all those kind of things really, you know, align to that innovative culture. 
And then I think we also, Bank of America stands for a culture of inclusion, right? We care about all employees as well as we care about all clients and all members. And you'll see that shaping, uh, you know, the direction of our program even further in the coming years. Okay, excellent. Um, looking forward to hearing more on that. Uh, uh, personalization is another area that uh, Bank of America excels. Uh, you win awards in the personalization uh, parts of customer loyalty. Uh, you have a unique process where you customize video is very important. You know, how have you been able to you know, capitalize on personalization in your branding and in your approach? Uh, you know, how are you using to enhance some of the communication strategies that you have? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all, you know, personalization is all about the client, but it's also about the results, right? We want it from a client perspective. We want their experience to be relevant. We want it to be engaging. We want it to be satisfying. From the result perspective, we see that when we do that, we make it more personalized. We get better performance, right? Yep. Higher engagement rates, higher sales rates, et cetera. Um, and I would say the customers expect it, right? Um, you know, they want to know that the brands are listening to them. They want to know that the brands understand them. Um, they want us to pay pay attention to their specifics, specific needs and wants, right? Um so I think personalization all fits into that, right? And as you mentioned, you know, we do we do a lot of things. We do hyper-personalized videos. We do personalized dashboards. We do personalized quarterly emails. Um, we do bunch of, a bunch of new triggers. You know, we have a ton of triggers, you know, based upon the information that we know about Mark Johnson. We'll tee up hopefully the appropriate benefit. One of the triggers we're working on right now is, you know, if, if Mark is our mem is a member of our program and we see he's purchased, you know, international travel, he's flying abroad, then we're going to tee up our FX currency benefit for him to let him know that he can get up to a 2% discount on foreign currency and we'll deliver it and ship it free to his home before he leaves. Awesome. Right. Okay, good. That, that's a great thing to have. I would like to have that uh, last week uh, before my kids went uh, to Europe. Uh, that had been uh, more timely, but uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, that's great. So when you look at uh, customer loyalty, uh, the data can be very impactful if it's leveraged right, especially in, in, when you talk about personalization, some of your efforts. Mm -hmm. But in a time of economic uncertainty, uh, strong job growth right now, inflation's uh, still high, come down a little bit. But you know, how can customer loyalty in the programs be a hedge against uh, that uncertainty? And how do you think your program steps up to that challenge? Yeah, well, I don't think I've ever met somebody who doesn't like to save money, right? So, you know, and, and I think that's, I really love this about our program. It really does offer clients meaningful value, right? And the best thing is we can measure that value and we can make clients aware of that value. Right. So we're giving away as a program over four billion dollars in rewards value annually. And that equates to about five hundred and fifty dollars per member. And there are members out there, Mark, making tens of thousands of dollars or getting rewards value in the tens of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars. Um, so, you know, I think that's that's how I think of it as sort of a hedge against the uncertainty. People want to save money. This is a really good value. Um, so it, it you know, behooves them to, to join us, be a member, do more business with Bank of America, because 
the more they do, the more they'll save. Excellent. Uh, when you look at your customers, uh, different uh, different tiers, different uh, segments, uh, different interests, you know, but everyone changed uh, going into COVID, changed going out of COVID, expectations are changing. How do you think your customers have changed, uh, have, have evolved, and you know, how are you uh, addressing that as an organization at Bank of America? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's pretty, pretty uh, commonplace in the industry, in the marketplace. You know, folks stayed at home during COVID. People were more digitally active. Um, we had historically um, experienced most of our program enrollments in the financial center channel, right? Yep. That changed during COVID. And the digital channels, whether it was mobile or online banking, were um, were our highest enrollment channels. Um, and I think, you know, our digital engagement soared, right? So we, over 80% of our members are digitally engaged with us, right, on a regular basis. So as we've come out of COVID, you know, some of those numbers have backed down a little bit, meaning, you know, we're, we're seeing more people walking into the financial centers, more traffic. We're seeing more spend, you know, especially on the travel front. Um, but I think that digital engagement, you know, it, we sort of fast forwarded a little bit, you know, it, COVID helped fast forward our clients and, and we're seeing that digital engagement continue to be high. Okay. Right. So that's a good thing. Right. And, Absolutely. you know, we, we pride ourselves on our digital experience, our sort of high tech, high touch strategy. Yeah. And, um, you know, our, our app and digital experience is, is really award-winning in the industry. And I think we do a lot of focus um, in that experience around rewards, whether it's my rewards, one single destination for everything rewards related, the way we greet you, the way we tee up the opportunities with rewards in our digital experience. So I think that's a, that's a benefit for our program and a benefit for our members as well. Okay. When you look at uh, other programs uh, that uh, have customer loyalty programs or even just drive unique customer loyalty to you, you know, are there some brands that you think do a good job uh, that you're loyal to? And, uh, you know, what do you like about their offerings? Why are you loyal? Well, first, there's a ton of brands out there. I try to take a little bit from every everybody. But if I had to sort of boil it down to two, uh, Marriott and Amazon, I think are two that I you know, respect a lot from the fact that they've been able to sort of, they've developed this simplified, unified um, sort of naming structure, right? Under Bonvoy and Prime, they brought a lot under that. Um, and it's really sort of, you know, they, they're not a fragmented model. Um, so I take a lot of inspiration from that. I also think they have a diverse, both of them have a diverse set a chassis or a diverse chassis with a lot of different benefits. And really they're, their rewards are almost available to all, right? So as I think about the direction that we want to head, that's very compelling. And I and I like that inclusive, streamlined model that both of them have. Okay, excellent. Uh, two, uh, you know, venerable programs for sure, uh, kind of some of the, the stalwarts in the industry. So it's great to hear that. Uh, and then the last question, uh, somewhat self-serving, you know, what can Loyalty360 do to help you and your team in their customer loyalty journey? Yeah, I think, um, well, one is just, you know, inspiration, right? I think, you know, it's inspiring sort of, you know, having a forum to connect with other, 
you know, loyalty professionals throughout the throughout the marketplace and see what others are doing and learn from others and figure out, you know, how, you know, something in a completely different industry might make sense in the financial industry. Um, so I think, you know, that inspiration and sort of learning best demonstrated practices and then just, you know, building our network, making us, you know, developing the connections in the in the loyalty industry that help us further our business. You know, you guys do a great job in in terms of your your conferences and your numerous sort of digital forums and meeting invites, et cetera, around various topics that, you know, make it uh, interesting and something, you know, there's always something to learn out there, right? So I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate the feedback as well. And thank you, uh, glad to find uh, that you find value and I appreciate obviously all your participation. Okay. Thank well, you. So thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today, John. It's always great to catch up and hear about uh, a little more about you, but to the program uh, and uh, how you're focusing on uh, adding value to the program and also the passion you have for not only the brand, but the employees and uh, just the whole process. Uh, it, it kind of, you exude confidence and passion, which is, you don't always have in some of these interviews, but with you, it's always front and center. It's always great to hear. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for taking the time to listen today. Make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Multi Series soon. Have a wonderful day.